entertained? Are you not entertained? Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. You're listening to the French Press Podcast, where we discuss events from our life. <laughs> Welcome to the French Press Podcast. This is episode 377. And it's Tuesday, August 24th, 2021. <sighs> Jeff isn't here. Jeff's gone, but Theodore's here again. And we were talking about what we should cover on the podcast today. Obviously, we need to cover the, uh, the assault that our father suffered while on uh, the West trip. But then Theodore went and pulled his pant leg up to show a black and blue ankle. Oh, boy. And, and it was rough looking. It was. Like, it looked pretty... Some people would go as far to say gnarly. It had to have been somewhat, uh, I think, not necessarily automobile. Actually, I don't think automobile related. But some kind of motorized vehicle-related injury. Oh, yeah. Like a go-kart or a, maybe a Segway or a scooter, motorcycle, something like that. Yeah, but it was it's not bad enough that, like, it happened while he was driving or, like, not going down the road. I mean, something like that, if, you, if it's going to be that bad, you more, like, severed your foot. Or something, something to that extent. A bruise like that, yeah, it's bad enough that something definitely ran over it. I'm guessing that, like, you might have been slowly propping up your bike or something, but you weren't actually, like, going 60 miles an hour down the highway. That's my guess. All right, we'll find out. When do you want to find out? I, this so, episode. I guess, well, for sure this episode. So, you're halfway right. Ooh. I was on a motorized vehicle. It was a scooter. It was like those bird lime things that you rent in big cities. But I was going when it happened. You were going pretty fast. I was probably going 20. Hold it, Theodore. But listen, it's not as... It sounds it's, worse. It's so bad. So we were racing. And some of them go a little faster because they're newer. Some go slower. Well, I was like kicking with it. You were like trying to make it trying go Trying to kick 20 miles I, an hour. So I was 20 gaining. miles an hour. Yeah. I was gaining, and then all of a sudden, my foot went numb <laughs> because I hit. There's like a bolt holding the back wheel on, oh. and it sticks out probably an inch. Mm. It's it's like has a cover on it, but I hit it so hard with my with my ankle that my foot did went it numb. hurt? Did it actually did did it go numb before it could hurt? It like right when it happened, it didn't hurt, but then it started hurting like. Three the, seconds. Oh, no. And now it doesn't even hurt that bad. That whole area is just numb and large and swollen. It's still numb. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not completely numb, but it doesn't hurt. Could I take, like, a golf club no. to it and, like, you wouldn't feel anything? It doesn't hurt to walk. If you squeeze on it, it kind of hurts, but it doesn't hurt to walk. How much is numb? Is it just the area at your ankle that's numb, or is it your whole foot? Uh, just my ankle. Yeah, my toes are kind of numb, but it's it's. So you've lost a little bit of feeling on the tips of your toes. Just a little bit, maybe. Oh no! The thing that scares me is that it's not black and blue right where I hit it. It's still normal, so I don't know what that means. But it's just black and blue, like two inches around where I hit it. I think that's pretty normal. Mm, I don't know. That seems kind of weird. 
You probably have some. I'm gonna lose my foot. No, it's this, it's the kind of thing where like yeah, the right where the bolt hit, like kind of maybe got a little bit damaged, but it's more like an earthquake or something where there was like a ripple effect and the aftershock of it, the outer edge shock where the skin was really deformed. That's what, that's what actually got damaged. That sounds plausible, but I'd like to ask a doctor. You haven't. Don't yet? you, <laughs> don't you have a teledoctor? I do, but it doesn't What's hurt. What's his name? Roman. <laughs> what? I, I think there's like a there's like a service called Roman. No. That's like a online doctor or whatever. I might text him today. We'll see. Yeah, because uh I mean you're paying him, so you may as well get your money's worth. That's true. We should see if the, he would uh sponsor the podcast. <laughs> All right. Anything uh more to share from your time in Nashville? <laughs> oh man. Laughter. Oh. That's um, a lot of laughter. Yes, I have something to share. As soon as turn the crowd settles off. down. Oh, I didn't know you could turn it off. I think I it's it like a looper in. or something. Um, <sighs> there. So I was just in Las Vegas on our West trip. Uh-huh. And Nashville was almost more wild. As far as on the main strip on Broadway, they shut down about, not like, not like naked women wild. Like Whew. people everywhere. Wild. They shut down like three blocks on Broadway, and there's just people everywhere. Like you couldn't drive. Is it cars. always shut down? Every every that was on a Friday night and Saturday night, so it might be just weekends. They the shut evenings. down three roads, three blocks of one road, three blocks of one road every weekend. I would, yeah, for sure. There's so many people, and like when you walk down the strip of of where they block down, there's a every single building is a bar, and there's live music in every single one. It's insane. It's something to experience. We didn't go into any because it was so loud and there's way too many people. But we just kind of walked around. It was cool. Well, it's the place where if you want to get into music mm-hmm. uh, and you want to get lost in the shuffle, that's where you go. <laughs> yeah. Lost and in it, the shuffle. I never felt uh, like danger, in danger at all. So it was very safe. So it didn't feel like Detroit or Chicago. Oh, no. It didn't. No. I've never been to Detroit, but Gary, it for sure Indiana. didn't feel like Chicago. All right, so why were you in Nashville? Yeah, what brought uh, you? For a bachelor party for my cousin who's getting married. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. And there was two married men in the group to kind of settle us down. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. You always need a little bit. I think every bachelor party really should have at least one married guy in it. It's not a bad Just to idea. keep them kind of grounded. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because things get out of hand real quick. Boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember a time or two <laughs> when I had to be the one to ground everyone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, my. All right. Well, last week, everyone heard about the uh, uh, the time that the people threw firecrackers while we were driving down the road trying to, uh, I think, scare us and intimidate us and then we used a pimple popping maneuver to get them out of the way well done so today this is also on the west trip and this just goes to show what can happen what kind of danger you can encounter in a six-week period well things always happen in pairs when you're looking for it 
You but, shouldn't have been. You should have. You should have been more on guard than ever after true. the the firework incident because things always happen in pairs, Ruben. You you've been around enough that you you should know that this rule is inevitable. True. All right. I'll I'll tell the story and then Theodore, you can pitch in and correct where, and add some details where necessary. <clears throat> uh, okay, truck stops are like gas stations, but on a bigger scale. Really, and one thing that you might not realize <laughs> about truck stops, uh-huh. if you're just a normal vehicle, like because usually when you're a car, usually you don't have to wait in line to get to the gas pump. Yeah, um, most of the time. However, at truck stops, this is more normal. And so we pulled into this truck stop. Um, my motorhome is gas, so I filled up by the car. And it was smaller, so I filled up by where the car is. You were driving a little gasser. Mm-hmm. Huh. And the other ones were in line over where the, where the semis were getting, at. Getting diesel. So it was, I think the order, it was Nicholas who was behind a semi in line. And then it was, I think, Dad's. Mm-hmm. And then uh, our, our, Dana. brother, our Dana brother-in-law. Was- yeah, behind he, he was at the the very end of that line, mm. and the truck that was at the pump that that Nicholas and my dad were waiting to get out of the way so they could fuel up, uh, the the trucker wasn't in there. <sighs> um, although actually, I, I, I hold that thought. Nicholas Nicholas saw the trucker uh, walk to the gas station, walk inside. He had pulled forward, so Nicholas was filling up. Oh, Did was. you mention that? No. So, like, at truck stops, you fill up your truck, and then you pull forward and, like, go in and, I don't know, go to the restroom or whatever. Because yeah. it takes so long for trucks to fill up that you can go do that, then you come out and move. And so this guy had pulled forward, and Nicholas was filling up. Oh, so but he, it doesn't take as long for him. He doesn't have such a big tank. Okay, I didn't realize that. So so Nicholas was fueling up, but the, the truck had got out of his truck and went to the gas station. So Nicholas saw him, and he said he was uh, a big guy, uh, tall and and large, large round, large round. Large. He wasn't small round or medium round, large round. Yes. And Nicholas then finished fueling up, and Dad. I think they were together. Yeah. And then Dad said, "Hey, well, uh, let's, why is this trucker in front of you not getting out of the way so we can go?" And just like that, the trucker. Two truckers walk out of the gas station. The one is the guy that is in front of Nicholas and Dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nicholas realizes this, but Dad doesn't. And so as they're kind of walking out of the oh no, as they're walking out of the gas station, he, he gas said station, something. Dad, Dad says, "Hey, is that your truck?" Like, and it was pretty clear we talking about the one that's in front of in front of everyone. Yeah. And the trucker just like didn't really didn't seem to hear. And so Dad said again, "Hey, is that your truck?" And again, the guy just kept on walking. The one trucker, they separated ways. The one went a different way, but the one whose truck actually was kept on kind of walking. And then Dad's like, man, this guy's just hard of hearing. So he said, hey, oh. is that your truck? Oh, and the guy whips around. And what did he say, Theodore? I think at that point he told him to shut up. Yeah. Hey, shut up. Yeah, that's, oh, is it? that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Angrily. Yeah. Angrily, yes. Oh, no. Oh. <sighs> And not again. And then kind of kept on walking. <laughs> yeah. Then he goes in uh, into his truck. Then he goes into his truck. And so dad was definitely like, kind of like surprised. Like, wow, this guy, this escalated so this, quickly. <laughs> this guy's a little on edge. <laughs> and so he's get, he's a little bit worried that he might actually back up 
into the motorhome and just to be a jerk because he just seemed like that kind of a person. Oh, no. So dad gets out his phone and starts taking a picture of the truck. Oh, no. The license plate. The license plate. Oh, and this made the guy really mad. The guy he sees got it, out, didn't he? Jumps out. Oh, no. And starts walking, <laughs> walking back. <laughs> and at this point... Dana sees this guy oh. angrily walking towards and Nicholas so and my Dana, dad. He gets out. No, actually, he just drives away. <laughs> I need I to flee the scene. I'm not associated. I don't know who that guy is. <laughs> so Dana gets out and runs up to my dad and Nicholas. So that he just he just saw something was wrong. Yeah. He could tell by the way the guy was walking. He that. said he thought he was going to hit my dad the way he looked. Oh no. He was, yeah. So well, you know Dana, he can read body language. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. So anyway, they get up to to Dad and Nicholas and Dana now, and I think he says, "Give me your phone." And well, he asked him why he's taking oh, a yeah. picture of his truck, <laughs> so you don't back into me. <laughs> and Dad said that I just like the way it looks, just like the way your truck looks. <laughs> I probably would have just said, "You seem like a crazy person," and I was worried that you're going to back into the motorhome, and I want a picture of your license plate. But uh, but Dad didn't say that. Um. There were definitely some some f bombs were dropped. Oh no! Some swear words. Oh, he was from tra- from my the dad. trucker. No, yeah, from the trucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to get the phone. He was saying, "Give me your phone, so I can delete that picture, or whatever." And then some other truckers came and kind of like, "Whoa, whoa, what's going on here?" And kind of like settled down the oh, the good. situation. I was afraid that, like, because the, the motorhome gang were, like, kind of, like, you know, come on, yeah, come on, come on, do it, do it. We're all under five foot. Move your Get truck. Us. We've been through fireworks. <laughs> this ain't our first rodeo. <laughs> yeah, because we stopped at one in Cody. Oh, no. And then the rest of the truckers are like, oh, man, there's Bill over there. <laughs> I saw him on I-69 the other day. Oh, he vouched for me. This is my time. I gotta vouch for him. <laughs> yep, that's how it was. Oh no! So it was the the truckers versus the motorhomes, and then the last. So uh, who won? He, well, he eventually kind of stomped off. Then, well, he stomped off, got in his truck, and then he kind of went forward a little bit, and then Nicholas, he kind of st- he stopped again. And Nicholas was was like, well, I'm going to get out of here while I can. So he was able to, like, weasel past him, past the pump, and, like, beside the trailer. The trucker sees this, and he takes off, turns, like, left right in front of Nicholas. So Nicholas can't go anymore. So he took the narrowest turn. Yeah. And then, so Nicholas had to stop, and then he rips out of the drive without ever stopping and heads down the road. Never to be seen again. (sighs) Phantom 309. I don't know if it matters, but he was a farmer. (laughs) It does matter. Farmer trucker. But I think we were in... Wasn't that right before the Grand Canyon? Um, oh. I don't remember. It was either then or after, but it was in the western states, and farmers out, are out there don't count. They're not nice. Oh, dear. So, those were the dangers that we suffered on our trip. I don't know, was there anything else that was more frightening or dangerous on the way? I can't think of anything. It was pretty safe. It was pretty safe after that. Yeah. That was probably the, the height of the, the, fireworks the peak of the were danger. The scary. Okay. Because um, I didn't get to experience the trucker thing, so I don't know. Uh, but 
Theodore, where were you? At a different pump. Oh. You guys should have gotten your walkie-talkies out. We did. They were talking, and I was like, what's going on? <laughs> you guys need a code for whenever, like, you know, things are getting hot. Like, oh, you know, we got a situation. You got to, like, man, we got a we got a 559 coming out here on my pump three. I'm like, we got a pump code 559. Smokey's really getting fired up over here. Smokey, get the bandit. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't even know. Do we have feedback? Yeah, we actually do. All right. There was uh, a person that I think messaged us a couple weeks ago. Uh, let me check Messenger. Uh, looking, and we're looking. Okay, I've got, I've got one here. Are are you checking business suite? Yeah. Oh, that's my problem. All right, I've got one from uh, Mark Yoder. He said uh, this yeah. is last week. He meant he. I have a crazy traffic incident story. If you guys are looking for a guest to come on and share something, and it sounds like a great idea. So maybe next week we'll have Mark Yoder on to share his crazy traffic story. Uh, what do we have any other feedback? I don't think so. Uh, we need to, uh, hmm. Should we open it up to the fans? Who Who's the one that's going to run the soundboard? Who are they to decide? Like, they can vote between, obviously, Ruben's not in the running. It's either Jeff, me, or Teddy. Are you creating a poll? I was just playing some music. Yeah. I, what, what music? Was it sad music? Sad trombone. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't have any other feedback. We need to rate this coffee. Oh, Should yeah. we rate it without Jeff? Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't need to be official. Is it Scooters? This is pretty decent. <clears throat> um, It's... Yeah, Scooter's Coffee. Theodore, tell us a bit about it. Your friend recommended it to us. Well, I just know it's a chain out in Nebraska at least. I forget where else I've had it, Colorado. Um, where was the other town? To South Dakota. So it's somewhere out west, and it's like a good Starbucks. It's not it's Is not there as, such a thing as a good Starbucks? Well, okay, Starbucks? it's like a high-quality chain. So it's like Tim Hortons. It's way better than Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons is S- socialist. Sir. Sir. This, is, this is American made, Layton. Tim Hortons is Canadian socialist. Yeah, but that doesn't that that should that should prove that it's able to like it's even better because it's a private business that's actually able to to be successful in, in spite ca- of the socialism that's oppressing it. Maybe their business model is good, but yeah. their coffee is But I do agree. There is a little bit of communism that I taste in their grounds. Yeah. But I think it adds to the flavor more than It's funny because they have like different they have different uh roasts, but the flavor is just evenly distributed among them. Yeah. Well that's why we always have to grind it. To, to evenly distribute the flavor. Uh this Scooter's coffee. Yes. Is is really good. It's Guatemala. And it's, it was made in America. It's really smooth. And it yeah, is smooth. I really give it. We're not reading it because, yeah, Jeff's not here. We don't have the, the, the authority. Four. But I would probably give it 
five stars. I'd give it a solid four. At least that's four. where I'm at. Four, four or five. I give it a so. four. Scooter's Coffee. If you see it when you're, I don't know, on travels, or if you live in Nebraska or somewhere west of Indiana, check it out. <laughs> somewhere <laughs> west of Indiana. Maybe like Laporte has it. <laughs> <laughs> it's still in Indiana though. Well, okay, fine. Chicago. Ugh. All right. Anything else? Um, I wanna I wanna hear a saying out of the out of uh, Teddy's book of sayings. What are you should have warned me. Sorry. Oh, and by the way, we were supposed to have Jeff's Italy stories, but he is sick today. Yeah. So we can't do that. Hopefully next week we'll have Italy stories and a, a dangerous traffic story from Mark Yodern. Dun dun dun. We need to add that as See, who one needs of the, a who needs a soundboard when n- you got that? I I would have I would have pushed the dun 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 button if we would have had it. We need to, we need to add that. All right, you ready? Yep. Square meal. Have you ever heard that? Uh, yeah. Square meal. Uh, maybe you haven't. Well, use it in a sentence. Okay. Uh, I have. She a gave us when we were on the cruise. We were. That they had so much food, we ate four square four square meals a day. Yeah, I'd say that's right. It, all right, yeah, I, I, yeah, it does ring familiar. Yeah, it's it means a nutritious meal, mm. and it comes from, uh, an, it's a nautical phrase. British warships in the 17th century had poor living conditions, and so the quarters were cramped, and most meals were in. Insubstantial. In particular, breakfast and lunch usually consisted of little more than bread and water. However, the final meal of the day did provide some sustenance and generally included some form of meat. This meal was served on a large square tray made of wood, designed in that shape for easy storage. This large, more nutritious serving became known as a square meal. Mm. Lots of these terms are nautical. That is correct. Really? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> All right. Layton. So that's that's uh that's your uh square meal origin. Yeah. Explained. Thanks, Theo. You're welcome. Yep. All right, Layton. What's the point? The point is make sure you have a walkie talkie whenever you get into a fight at a gas station. Point number two. Make it code 559. <laughs> What's our word of the week? Oh, word of the week is trucker. Trucker.